Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. In our world today, we see a lot of people telling a lot of other people what to do. That's not such a good thing, I don't think. As a matter of fact, I think it's a bad thing, and we're relying on too many other people to tell us what to do. But why do we do that? Well, we're afraid we won't know the right answer. That's my first thought about that. Secondly, we think that the other people are smarter than we are, and sometimes they are. Sometimes they've got great insight on things, but... The matter of fact is, a lot of times, people that are experts really are experts in reading data or they're experts in noticing trends, but they're not experts in telling us how to do things. Have you ever noticed that most of the time when you have an expert telling you how to do something, it's usually somebody that's never done it themselves? Uh, I know there's an old saying, and I don't agree with it, but it's an old saying, those that can do and those that can't teach. We used to say that a lot about our agriculture instructor back in high school. Now, Mr. Gray was a good farmer, actually was, but he didn't farm a big farm, and he certainly didn't have big crops. He did some farming. He did some cattle raising, and he had a horse and stuff like that. But as far as raising 1,000 acres of corn or 1,200 acres of soybeans or taking care of a big uh, bunch of pigs or anything like that, he didn't do it. But he was okay at what he did. But there are an awful lot of experts in our world today that are not good at what they do. They have the credentials. They've been in school. But if you'll notice what's going on around us today in government, uh, a lot of times you see that the experts are running things. Well, the problem with that is they have no practical experience. As a matter of fact, it's well known that in the Obama administration, and I think even now in the Biden administration, nobody in the administration has ever run the business they're in charge of. Pete Buttigieg, who's the head of the Transportation Department, he was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Well, that's all well and good. and They've got bus service, but that's about the only thing that he'd ever done there. But now he's in charge of the entire transportation infrastructure of the United States. Well, he's not good at that. You've got other people that are in charge of things like the Department of Defense that have never been in the service. You've got people that are in charge of just all sorts of things that are not able to do it. They've never done it. In some other administrations, you've had people that they've done these things before, and they've been in that position before. There were a lot of times cabinet members, especially in the 30s, 40s, 50s, that were actually people that had come out of those industries. Uh, the guy that ran the Department of Defense in the 60s had run General Motors. Now, you might think, well, that's not that big of a deal, is it? Yeah, it's a big deal because he'd run a large organization before. And might I add, a large bureaucratic organization. And that's really what the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, all of it is, is bureaucracy. Now, obviously, they get things done, but they're a bureaucracy. And if you've never run one of those before, you really don't know what you're doing. That's probably one of the reasons a lot of the experts that are running the departments, the various cabinet-level departments of the United States government today, aren't that good at it because they've never actually run a large bureaucracy before. Now, the benefit for them is most of the people inside the bureaucracies, you now they actually agree with their political goals. But 
that's not what the uh, departments are supposed to be about. They're not supposed to be about political goals. They're supposed to be about policy goals that are good for the nation. And we've gotten those so confused over the last few years that it's like, wait a minute, is this good for the nation? For instance, let's take the immigration that's going on across the southern border. Now, I know why they say they do it. As a matter of fact, if you've listened to this podcast long, you know one of the things I will say from time to time is, I understand. And saying that I understand something doesn't mean I agree with it. It means I just get it. I get what you're talking about. Well, I don't understand what's going on on the southern border because it's allowing a lot of people in our country that they want to be here for one reason or another. Uh, Some people want to be here because there is opportunity in this country. Uh, Some people want to be here because certain cities and states have made it okay to illegally immigrate to the United States, and they'll take care of you. They'll even give you a driver's license. Well, as I mentioned in a podcast several months ago, what's the benefit of citizenship if everybody gets everything. I mean, there ought to be a a reason that you want to be a citizen of the United States, and many times there's not. And so you've got those kind of things going. I don't understand that one at all. I don't, but I do know that it's wide open and that uh, I feel bad for the Border Patrol. They're having to try to stop people, but they can't. There's so many people flooding the southern border that they can't. You've got state governors along the uh, the border that are like, man, we've got to do something. You've got cities like uh, Eagle Pass, Texas, and uh, Juarez, and all these people down there that are just overrun. El Paso's another one. Uh, the outskirts of San Diego, other places like that are just overrun with people. And they just come across like there's no border there at all. Well, why are we doing this? Well, the experts have said, you know, we really shouldn't have a border. Well, why? What makes us a country if we don't have a border? Well, it goes back to what are your goals? What are the things that you have set for your country? And what do we believe those should be? And frankly, we don't agree on those things as a nation right now. I think a lot of people do, but nobody's stating it. Nobody is saying, here's what I think the goals for our country should be. And when they do state it, it's like, well, that's racist, or that's sexist, or that's homophobic, or that's this, or that's that. So wait a minute, let's have a discussion about things. And I think I said this on another podcast recently that I sat down with a few friends a couple of weeks ago, I was making a visit to Tallahassee. And two of my friends are work at Florida State University. And, and well, one of them works there. The other one's a retiree from a university up in Indiana. And they're fairly liberal in the way that they think, think about things. And it was interesting to have a conversation with them. Now, I didn't agree with, with them on a lot of things, but it was still interesting to have the conversation because it gives you perspective. And it gives you a perspective on why particular people believe particular things. Well, in our country today, it's like, well, if you don't agree with me, you're the, you're the enemy. You're, the, you're evil. Now, I do believe there are evil things that are going on in the country. I don't have any problem at all saying that there are evil things going on in this country. But I don't think that everybody that's a Democrat is evil, or everybody that's a Republican is evil, or everybody that's a Trumpian is evil, or everybody that's in back of Mr. Biden is evil. I think there are some evil people in all those camps, but I think there are evil people anywhere. Why? Because people sometimes can be evil. And I said earlier, I wanted to talk about human nature a little bit today. And I do. 
I want to talk about human nature because human nature is you want to better yourself. It always has been. Uh, Human nature is one of ambition. We all have ambitions. When you find yourself lacking ambition, you don't know what kind of goals to set. You don't know what what kind of things to go after. You don't know what kind of things that you want to talk to other people about and how you want to grow. All of these things are a problem. Well, here's why, uh, why we have ambition is because that's our nature. We want to grow. As a matter of fact, there's a verse in the Bible that says that the kingdom of God is always growing, and it's growing by force. Well, we don't think that's true. We think Jesus was just sort of kind and calm and cool, and there was nothing. No, no, no. And I get it. I understand why people want to think that. But there's there's a point that you come to where you're like, wait a minute. We've got an enemy. Now, I'm not saying people are our enemies, but the devil is our enemy. And he wants to see us defeated. He wants to see God's kingdom defeated. He wants to see you defeated, especially if you're a believer. He wants to take you out. And the reason he wants to take you out is because if you understand the way God's kingdom operates, if you understand the way that uh, that we're supposed to live in this life, as Jesus demonstrated to us, then you're going to defeat him. He's already defeated, let's be honest. We already know his defeated foe. All authority in heaven on earth has been given to Jesus already. It's just up to us as believers to take it and use it. Well, now, when you say you want to do something like that, oh, now you want a theocracy. Listen, no, we don't. There's a time, I just get so tired of people that are like, well, you want a theocracy. Do you know what theocracy means? It means a government run by God. That's not the way our government is set up. Our government has foundations and godly principles, but our government is not a government run by God. It's not a government run by the church. And I don't even want it to be. But there are other people that are like, because I've worked at a church, and I mean, I understand. It's not always a good idea to have the church running things. Uh, but I do think that they're, that they're, well, for instance, we get people that are like, well, there's a separation of church and state. Really? Is that in the Constitution? Sure. Where is it? Because it's not in there. As a matter of fact, it's a letter to the Danbury Baptists that Thomas Jefferson wrote in 1803. Never was in the Constitution. It was referred to by the Supreme Court when they were making a decision in the early 1960s. But it's never been in the Constitution, and it isn't now. It's kind of like Roe versus Wade. You know, the right to an abortion is in the Constitution? No, it's not. And the correct decision was made last year in the Dobbs decision to reverse that. Same as the affirmative action decision was made a few weeks ago is correct. We shouldn't discriminate against or for anybody. But let me tell you a dirty little secret. As humans and in human nature, we do discriminate against people and places and things. Let me give you an example of that. So Nay and I often talk about where we're going to go eat. Well, we discriminate against some places. We don't like certain places. We don't find their food tasty or their service good. That's discrimination. Is that wrong? Well, you may say, well, no, that's not wrong. That's just common sense. Okay, so what's the? we all discriminate. We all do. Everybody does. I don't care what color you are, what sex you are. I don't care. We discriminate. And I think we're correct in discriminating because there's certain things that we shouldn't do and we shouldn't be involved in. And I, for instance, I can't stand to eat certain foods. Should I eat them because somebody else said, well, you should. Now, I'm not talking about broccoli. I'm talking about okra. 
But there are other things that I discriminate against, that I don't care for, don't want to eat. I'm not big on certain ethnic foods like a lot of stuff from India. I just don't care for it. Now, that doesn't mean it's bad or you shouldn't eat it, but it means that I discriminate against it. Am I wrong for doing that? Well, some of you that love Indian food may be like, well, yeah, you're wrong because it's delicious. Well, I get that. But some of you also discriminate against uh, Miracle Whip. Now, I happen to like that stuff. But some people are like, oh, it's awful. You shouldn't eat it. Really? But it's the same idea that we get from our government. People going, well, you shouldn't, shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. Now, for instance, there is a move afoot to make our washing machines and our dryers more efficient. Now, our washing, I was washing uh, some clothes here a little while ago, and I looked down in there to see how much water was at the bottom of the washing tub. And there might have been a gallon and a half or two gallons. Frankly, it's not enough to wash what I want washed, but it's how much I get because I have a new washer. Well, the government wants to make that even less. And let me tell you why. Bureaucrats are going to bureaucrat. The only profit motive of a bureaucrat, I've said for a long time, is more control. As a matter of fact, I got a better definition this week. The only profit motive for a bureaucrat is dominion. As a matter of fact, that's a lot of people's desire is to have dominion over you. Now, one of the reasons I brought all this up today was a billboard I saw on the side of a truck a few weeks ago, and it said, our goal, end hunger and end waste by 2025. And it was on the side of a truck from Kroger. And I'm not saying anything bad about Kroger. They're noble causes, but they're absolutely unreachable. Why? A couple of reasons. First of all, a bureaucracy. And second of all, human nature. Because human nature is going to be I, I, I'm going to waste some things. Now, we say we're not, but I, I drive along and even mentioned on a podcast about a year ago that people along our road down here just throw trash out. There's a lot of trash on the highway. There's a lot of litter. It's like, why? Because I try to never litter. I know that there have probably been things that have blown out of my car before when the window's down, but I try not to litter. But there are other people like, I don't care. Well, why? Human nature, they're watching out for themselves. Now, Jesus said the highest compliment, the highest goal for us as humans is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And the second commandment is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, if I love my neighbor as myself, I'm not going to make a mess on my neighbor's lawn or in the ditch in front of their house. And I'm also going to tell them the truth that you're not going to make sure that people aren't hungry by 2025 or that they don't waste things by 2025. Now, as a company, Kroger can say, hey, we're going to feed everybody that works for us and everybody that shops in our stores. We're going to make sure they're all fed, but you can't make sure everybody's fed. I know that there are summer feeding programs that go on in the schools and certain organizations around town because parents don't feed their kids or some can't. Well, the reason they can't is human nature. Human nature is they're going to take care of themselves first, and some parents are just loaded up on crack or meth. They can't, I I would say they can't find a good job, but I don't know sometimes if people are looking if they can't find a job today. And I think some people have gotten trained to the fact and inured to the fact that you don't have to work to make it in this country much. You can get by. Now, you can't succeed, but you can get by. 
Well, why do I bring all this stuff up? It's because we always look at these things and, oh, those are great goals. That's great. I really think that's great what they're doing. I don't have any problem with them having those goals. I just want to say it can't happen because of human nature. So when you're out and about and you're talking to people and when you see things going on, you're wondering, why isn't that working? Why are there so many people that are going hungry in the United States? In the United States, we can feed most of the world with the stuff that our farmers make. And we are still the most productive uh, country on the planet. Why do we even think that there's a problem making sure that people aren't hungry? Because human nature. Human nature is that occasionally parents and people that are taking care of kids and uh, other people, they're going to be hungry. They're going to go hungry. I don't know why anybody would have to go hungry in this country except for pride. Some people are like, well, I can't take a handout. One more thing I want to say about that, that there's a verse in the Bible that says, love your neighbor as yourself. I mentioned it a little while ago. And be your brother's keeper. But we're supposed to be our brother's keeper, our neighbor's keeper. And a lot of what the bureaucracy does is they remove us from that direct contact with our neighbor. So we don't know whether our neighbor is hungry. We don't know whether our neighbor's on crack. We don't know whether our neighbor's abusing their children. We don't know whether our neighbor's abusing their wife. Why? We don't know our neighbors. Now, I'm glad to say that in my neighborhood, I know my neighbors. I don't know all of them. And I don't know them all really well, but the ones next door to us, we've known for a long time and we watch out for each other. So if you're going to start anywhere, start there. Start watching over your neighbor, caring for them, making sure even if it's just as simple as making sure their garbage can makes it back to the side of their house when they're away for a couple of days. Be a good neighbor and learn that that statement, love your neighbor as yourself, is supposed to be direct. It's not supposed to be put off through layers of bureaucracy through the government. I've got more to say about that, but I'm going to end for today. My website is quizthediz.com. I love to hear from people. My email address is terry at quizthediz.com. And would you suggest our podcast to your friends and your neighbors and subscribe to it? Be sure to rate it on your favorite podcast app. That really helps. And remember, God has a plan for you, and we're here to help you find it. The Quiz the Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz.